2: no purchase necessary
3: void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
1: hey guys this is rob paulson and you're listening to the geek cast
2: radio network
0: you are now on the inside of what i like to call the circle of trust we are all connected the great circle of life
2: You know something, Bert? What? I think you and I are going in circles.
0: It feels like we're going in circles. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the Now I am the last.
2: Because it's a circle. Yeah, we heard about the circle. Yes, we're yeah. familiar with shapes.
1: Hi, this is Chuck, this is Greg,
2: and this is Dan, and we are Talking in Circles, brought to you by the ecast Radio Network, a podcast that's all about the news of the weird. I say that because this week we'll be talking about those strange but true news stories as we get into the weird and wacky of, you know, the world. I'm sure we'll talk about Florida in some capacity, because that's what we do. But before we get to all the craziness, how's the week been going for you guys? Eh,
3: yeah, not too bad. Pretty pretty excited because I, I got to have some meatloaf leftovers tonight. So that's that's always fun time.
2: Oh. Meatloaf. <laughs> Did you yell, you "Mom, get me some meatloaf!" While that was happening? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I had some guy over my couch, I'm like, "Mom, meatloaf <laughs> now." <laughs> you, you gotta love. I think meatloaf tastes like better as leftovers. It's it's uncanny. It
2: is one of those foods. Yeah, I ever honestly, I, I almost as a leftover, kind of prefer a cold. Might be weird. Yeah.
3: yeah. You ever make a sandwich out of it?
2: I have. That's a good time. Yeah, good old is. meatloaf sandwiches.
3: <laughs> only, only in America. Let's let's make a a loaf of meat.
2: <laughs> I mean, you have what the the double decker or whatever it's called The KFC the with a chicken sandwich where it's two chicken things and bacon the and
3: KFC <laughs> double down.
2: The double down, yeah.
3: <laughs> How ridiculous is our country? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll find out later today as we get into some really crazy news stories. Exactly. But Greg, how's your week been going?
1: Uh it's been all right. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything interesting, story fun out and about wise and I really don't have one to be quite honest. I'm sorry everybody. What? Don't hate me. You
3: have <laughs> failed this podcast.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're actually we're
2: actually recording this a little closer together than our normal podcast. We just well, if you probably already listened to it, maybe you have. Uh we were just recently on the Geekcast radio. They did a spotlight on our podcast. So go check that out if you wish. So our recording schedule is a little bit different. So in a short week, not that much to talk about, honestly, uh, regarding our lives. You know, when you're old, that happens. You kind of just, you know, you work and then you go to sleep and then that's pretty much your day. So, but I know, Greg, you did get some cool stuff in the mail. Is that not true?
1: Yeah, if you guys are not listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of podcasts advertise for this company called Loot Crate, Um, especially if you've been listening to the indoor kids, they usually pimp Loot Crate a lot. We're, n- we're not getting paid by Loot Crate at all. It would be awesome if we did. Uh, but I-, I just signed up for it, thinking it was kind of sounded kind of interesting. And I finally got my first package from Loot Crate. And so I was going to kind of go over with you guys the stuff that came in my Loot Crate. So first off, we have a Star Trek Tribble. And it's an exclusive one for Loot Crate. It comes in this—it's spe- special only uh, for loot crate customers only color, and it comes in this uh, lovely little plastic container for them.
2: They created their own color. I didn't even know you could do that. That is amazing.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> own color. Well, it's a special—it's a special color for loot crate customers. It's kind of like this orangey blonde type of uh, tribble. What's
2: a uh, tribble, by the way? I, I'm, I'm uh, showing my lack of Star Wars no- or Star Trek knowledge.
1: It's those little uh, fuzzy creatures that multiply really quickly. Um, so it's like a, a hornier, uh, hairier version of me.
0: I
2: don't if think I that's a,
1: possible. But if right. <laughs> I was a, a, if I was a tiny little ball. Second off, I got from the movie Alien. I have an Alien reaction figure, as they call it. It comes from uh, my currently becoming my favorite uh company uh funco it's not one of those vinyl pop figures it's it's like a, a old school kind of like when star wars first came out one of those uh action star wars action figures it's pretty neat i didn't take it out of the packaging yet because it's kind of in those bubble packs and i'm determining whether i should uh take it out or not
2: have you seen alien or is that one on your have not seen list
1: that is one on my have not seen list so, but I I know of Alien. I, I think I've seen actually the one where it's Alien versus Predator. I think I've uh, seen the entirety of that one, and it's probably the worst one out there, I bet too.
2: Yeah, you have that. And Alien Resurrection are both pretty uh, pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta get. I mean, we need to do a homework assignment because like I just have all this <laughs> listing of things for Greg to watch that uh, I don't know where to even begin. <laughs> might, might be like an extra credit like season long semester project you know it's like 20 percent of your grade
1: i i have so much stuff to do dan i have so much stuff
2: <laughs> well you gotta watch alien you're gonna like it that's what.
1: okay i'll try i'll try and get it in dan
3: having a and terminator and of robocop
2: yeah. And yeah terminator and robocop Jeez. <laughs> You just, like, skipped the, the decade of the 80s. I like, yeah. <laughs>
1: Didn't like the 80s, though, because I didn't care for the music that much.
3: Uh, get out of here. Just get out now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That is a personal sorry. affront against me.
1: <laughs> sorry, Chuck. The next thing that's in the box in the loot crate is a Firefly Vinyl. Mal from Firefly, uh, the, the captain of uh, uh, the ship. We have a little vinyl action figure. He's one of those, uh, also by Funko. Uh, he's like a little mini mystery vinyl figure. It's, it's kind of a, a different design than the, the regular uh, vinyl pops, and he's, he's pretty uh, pretty cool. Nicely put together, he is. Uh, that sounds wrong. And then next up, we have another uh, item from Firefly. It's Firefly Bank Robbery Money. So all it is is pieces of paper. Like I have a stack of cash here that looks like it's from a different planet. It's and it has a little band around it. Like if you get a, a stack of ones, it's kind of stacked in there like that. I don't know what the hell I'm really supposed to do with that. I'm like, <laughs> all right, this is kind of useless. I guess uh, you
2: travel to another land. You got you got some
1: dough to, to throw <laughs> apparently around. if I'm.
3: So. So, uh, traveling uh, galactically. Sounds like they wanted to clear out some Firefly stuff out of the warehouse. Right? <laughs> well, this is just paper.
1: Here you kids go. Have fun
3: with it. If you went Here, the, take this. If you went to
2: the dorkiest strip club, you can make it rain, maybe.
1: <laughs> I want to do that. Oh, oh I so
0: want to so, do that. A
3: little a little club in Mos Eisley in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, somebody should set that up with all the the loot crate people, and just have like just a stripper, and like we'll we'll trade in money, actual money for it, and so we'll like we'll make it rain with the 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 money we get in the loot crate, but she'll actually get money, and then she'll be like kind of cosplayed up. That'd be kind of interesting.
2: There, there's a idea there. <laughs> yeah. We can send you strippers in the mail. Is that what was we're, <laughs> we're saying?
1: Yes, it's a subscription uh a porn star uh <laughs> subscription we uh, will send it right to your door. Or her right to your door. Or him. Or him, it could be a lady. But next up I have the uh Star Wars exclusive retro arcade magnet. It's kinda like did you ever play uh uh the the old school like Atari video game Asteroids? Yes where it's just, like, these little white, white, white outlines on a black background and everything. I've yeah, we had well, a good
2: time playing some Asteroids. I used to play that on my phone when that was, like, the best game you could get on your phone. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got Asteroids and Pong. Oh, I am <laughs> living at large.
1: But this one, it's, uh, they have it set to look like when the Millennium Falcon uh, flies into the asteroid field and they go down that tunnel and it's actually a giant space worm. Okay. And so they have to fly out and everything. So they kind of have that scene going on on, on the magnet. It's It's pretty cool. I don't know why mine kind of the corners of it are kind of gnarled up a little bit. Not sure if that's typical of Loot Crate, but uh, I could say that because they're not advertising with us. So I could give you an honest opinion, people. Next up, they give you a Star Wars poster. It's a 9 by 27 It's just a single sheet of uh, of, of paper in the, that size, and it's of uh, Han Solo in carbonite. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, my walls are kind yeah. of filled at this point with artwork that's a lot more expensive with than uh, that. So I don't know what the hell I can actually do with
3: it nine Um, by 27 that's kind of an odd size
1: right well they had to fit it inside the the box uh that they send the stuff in which
3: (laughs) send this poster back it's too wide for our box (laughs) yeah (laughs) sounds Uh, like a panoramic or something
1: it's very long like i said it's han solo and and the carbonite so it's a very tall and very slim
3: it it has i heard it has a feature too and you you say i love this poster it says i know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a
1: little button down the bottom <laughs> and then the last two things uh they give you a little pouch of uh pop rocks i got green apple i don't know nice. what that has to do really with um galactic stuff i think they're just
3: trying to get those out of the uh it starts scrimmage. with a g you know <laughs> yeah green apple
2: it's it's candy from the future 20 well, they, years ago so
1: well they give you they give you this little book and that's what i'm I'm reading each thing out of instead of having the box and taking everything out of it but uh so their description is carbonated candy that crackles and pops on your tongue and will absolutely not kill you if combined with your favorite fizzy drink toss a packet of these little popping asteroids back and experience some nostalgia so apparently they're just trying to tell you that they're like <laughs> little asteroids to kind of put it in with the galactic theme i guess Wow. I love
3: how they have to put that disclaimer in there. Like you can drink soda with these. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last
1: thing that they have in here is it's bonus digital loot. Um, it's essentially, they give you this little uh, paper card and you could go online and you can get uh, an issue of uh halo comic book. And uh, so you just have a little redemption, redemption code and you could go on there and, uh, redeem a, uh, a digital comic to read and that's everything in the box and the actually the inside of the box is kind of pretty cool because you open it up and it's like a little uh diorama in there where on the inside of the box they have drawn out like the inside of a spaceship and you can kind of see r2d2 on the side there a little bit but that's that's kind of neat you could set up your little uh firefly figure in there like he's in star wars
2: so is this the first one you got so far?
1: Yes, this is the first one I got. Um, the last one out I, I ordered a little bit too late, and so I actually had to wait a full month for this one instead of, like, signing up, like, a couple of days beforehand and not having that long to wait. So the suspense was kind of killing me in the meantime.
2: So you, you have, like, no idea what you're going to get? Just, like, a box of surprise?
1: Yeah, it's it's they they tell you what the theme's going to be. Like, I knew the theme was galactic, and they kind of oh, we've got a partnership going with Funko now, so there's going to be some awesome uh, Funko stuff. And they're like, oh, there's going to be something from Star Wars in there, there's going to be something from Star Trek, and there's going to be something from uh, Firefly. And so they, they did that kind of stuff.
2: Interesting. So are you, are you overall satisfied with the first box you got?
1: Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, they, I think it's like it depends on, on on how long you're going with it, if it's just one month, three month or six month of what your savings are. And I think it's about twelve or thirteen bucks a month. And I think for the amount of stuff like I think the, the reaction figure is might be uh something that's like uh near ten bucks just by itself and so with the other added stuff like the Tribble and everything I I think they do kind of give you a good value for the the money you're paying. Um, it's just that some of the stuff, some of the stuff is kind of trinkety type of things like the um, pop rocks, and there's there's actually a button in there too which says that you've gotten the galactic loot for the this month and everything. So it's it, it's interesting. I I don't think it'd be really for everybody, and there's definitely stuff in here that maybe's not for me, like that money stuff the fire uh, money from firefly is just kind of a a weird thing to have in there so i think you're gonna have stuff like that but overall it was pretty cool
2: yeah i'm sure it's stuff you don't like you know throw on ebay and be like here firefly plans go nuts
1: yeah very cool yeah but i do i do like the uh strip club uh galactic strip club idea though
2: yeah (laughs) yeah there you go we should we'll write that one down and see if we can make it work but Chuck, I, I believe were you gonna keep the comic book theme going? Like we talked a lot of comics last week. Have you also kept it up and read something this week?
3: I have. I'm I'm taking down my list with with small swings of the axe. The mighty oak will fall. Um, <laughs> you know, I I have a, a big list to read here, so I kept that. Um, this was actually something that uh, a friend at work gave to me, um, to borrow, and uh, it's called The Lamb and the Führer. It was a, a trade paperback by Kingstone Comics, which is a, a, a different company that we're not used to talking about. Uh, this book is written by uh, Dr. Ravi Zachariah, and uh, the art is by uh, Jeff Slemons and Jeff Isherwood. Um, it's a very new comic. It just came out this year. And basically, it's about Hitler's final moments before he killed himself when when the war was lost and and then it kind of covers his conversation with Jesus and then one of the the very men that he had executed uh Dietrich Bonhoeffer who was an advisor to Hitler uh that ended up attempting a plot to kill Hitler and and failed and so Hitler had him executed so you have this dynamic of uh of Hitler uh the one the one that that so many people would point to if you asked them like who's the most evil person you can think of and and then you have uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then on on the other hand, you have Jesus Christ, you know, the son of God and the most morally sound person to ever live. And they're having this conversation about Hitler's life. And, you know, in the, in the first half is all like the, the, like how the events happened and everything. And from what they know about his last uh, days and his last moments and, and everything. So, you know towards like the the second half of the book you have Jesus talking to him in a very rational way and he he's pointing out how Hitler missed the whole point of leading a nation you know it's not to be done by force but by service you know you serve your people and and you show love for them not try to force them to follow your will and you know uh Hitler never understood this and he through through the book he kind of he just doesn't get it so this is a very interesting meeting and conversation between uh these three men and The writing in this is spectacular. I mean, if you've ever wondered what kind of person could do the things Hitler did,
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Um, this is a take on it that's very interesting and very believable in my opinion. The art throughout the whole thing is really great. Um, it's it's a very modern style of comic art. Uh, very enjoyable visually through the whole book, and uh, I, I would highly recommend the book to to anybody. It was it was a great read. I especially uh, would recommend it to somebody that's really into history. Dan, I especially think you would be into it, and, and maybe Greg, too, because uh, of you guys having an interest in history in general, and, and Dan, even some World War II history, um, and it kind of you know talks about the place of some of the things he did, and the politics, and how it relates to morality, and stuff like that, but I, I honestly think anybody can, can pick it up and enjoy it. Really, really interesting concept, and I was pleasantly surprised when I read it, because I wasn't sure you know, what to expect
2: so is is keystone comics is that is that based out of pennsylvania
3: no it's uh kingstone comics
2: oh kingstone okay
3: (laughs) k-i-n-g yeah interesting Um, i thought it was
1: keystone as well
3: yeah well my nasally raspy (laughs) voice once again you know messes stuff up but
2: yeah um man that's that's a kind of an interesting concept i know when we did like the over the party of six episode with different conversations with all the people that would be there that'd be one that would be kind of take part of that it would be rather insane a little bit
3: the, the book can get very intellectual in spots because just because the author is a super smart guy oh yeah um and it it, it does get wordy at spots but it, it works itself out and it ends up being a solid book and honestly like i had never heard of this at all and one of my friends at work told me about it and said he would let me borrow it and everything and I was like okay you know what's this gonna be like and you know I read it and I was kind of blown away it was actually really really good and uh you know Kingstone Comics they they got some uh, some great writers and some great artists over there and I've seen some of the other stuff that they they have available um their stuff is cheap it's like 10-12 bucks for like a trade so there's some other things that I have my eye on um that they're going to be coming out with so it's it's pretty interesting is it mostly historical
2: based like this one or is it kind of run the gamut
3: um i think it's mostly like it's mostly like history and, and christian based stuff like that okay. um but they have stuff like uh you know the, the dave and goliath fight like i would love to see that in comic form because that that's something that i would think would be really cool to see you know just the the whole thing of slaying the giant and everything i think that would be a good read as well very cool awesome very
2: nice and the finish before we get to our our big stuff today i know we all got the opportunity to i know fall movie not fall movie season but fall television season has begun and one of the bigger shows of the debut has finally come out and that is gotham and i believe we've all had the opportunity to watch it is that correct yes sir so i guess you know one episode and you can never be too sure of the pilot Sometimes pilots are great and the show's not very good. Sometimes pilots are awful. The show ends up being pretty solid. But uh, what, what are our first impressions regarding the the show of Gotham, Greg? After watching the first episode, do you feel like it's a show you'll continue with?
1: I'll try to. You know me. I uh, <laughs> usually don't remember when something's on or something will happen and I'll miss an episode and won't be able to see it ever again. So uh, hopefully I will. I really enjoyed it. My, my favorite thing from the whole thing was just seeing the villains for the most part. Actually, they're not uh, the main characters, but I, I really enjoyed uh, uh, seeing the villains and like everything that took place with them and how they got them involved. And overall, it was great acting by the entire cast. Uh, the story was uh it was, it was pretty good. I, I don't think it was too spectacular, but it, it was solid. It didn't go over my expectations, but I, I, it, it definitely met them. And after seeing, in different movies, the death of Bruce's parents, I think that was, uh, seeing it now in TV form, I think that was uh, the show's biggest downfall so if if that's the show's biggest downfall is that they couldn't keep up with a uh, a movie production value or suspense with that, I, I think they're they're doing all
3: right even though they can't keep up with that.
2: Yeah, uh, Chuck, what did you think?
3: Uh, I liked it. Um, I thought it was exciting. You know, kept my interest uh, for sure. I like Greg. I didn't think it was anything uh, spectacular. It didn't like blow me out of the water or anything. I did have some issues with it, which I can get into in a minute, but. I do like how they use the the Wayne murders as their kind of like their launching point in the events immediately after that. I, I like how they they went about uh, finding the killer, but kind of touched on how big of a deal it would have been to the city because of the high profile nature of the of the case with the Waynes being like the richest people and the most well respected people in Gotham. And it's funny because I wasn't watching the clock when I was watching the show, and when they caught that this Mario Pepper guy. And everyone thought mystery solved. I was like, okay, that's the end of the episode. That was all right. <sighs> and I didn't realize there was still like twenty minutes left to the show, <laughs> so it was kind of funny. But they went some different directions with it, with uh, with the mob and the corruption of the police department. And I thought that was a really cool angle. And I like how they, uh, I like how they started off with that.
2: Yeah, I did like how the mob, in a way, wasn't a completely a bad guy. <laughs> I guess to kind of spoil it a little bit, like how there was falcone kind of had a little bit of a morocco a little you know he wasn't he still had some respect for the city and how that kind of played out that was surprising i'm also a big fan of the actor uh oh big,
1: yeah the, falcone that, yeah sorry yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> john doman he was in the wire he played a, a, a police chief in, in the wire and he was like one of the biggest tools in the world but he played the part perfectly um, he's
1: good at playing the tool dan there was a show that i was watching on netflix and i need to get back into again it, I, I forget exactly the title of it but it's about the borgia family and he played the pope in in that And he's real big dick in that
2: yeah but um going into this like, i guess my goal was when like my hope in seeing this was okay well this isn't a batman show it's supposed to be in gotham so is the main story going to be interesting enough to keep my attention and it was and i, I, I agree that i think the, that cast is rather strong yeah Uh, the guy who's playing james gordon ben mckenzie i think he has good he he doesn't necessarily his persona is not necessarily what i would think of as a jim gordon per se he's a little bit more action hero-y i mean i mean he's a little bit more um i I, I always viewed like jim gordon as you're more more like an average not an average cop but like a guy who is not like you know a, a gq model but you know it's a tv show so not a big deal but i think mckenzie's He's charismatic enough and also um i, I donald loge to me is a great actor he's been in a lot of great stuff so
3: oh yeah he, he he's works, funny
2: he works well as bullock they have an interesting like give and take there so i think it does have a strong cast i wasn't the biggest fan of jada pinkett smith in her role i thought she didn't work out all that well but everybody else like the guy who paid penguin
1: i thought he was great
2: yeah i do think though like my worry is i know it was a pilot episode but i felt like they were shoehorning in like hey look at this character hey look at this character like kind of left and right
3: absolutely yeah
2: and i i just hope they kind of dial that back because one you're going to run out of characters and (laughs) yeah (laughs) and two it's like it i don't know it just feels like you're just trying to you're doing that as fan service not in service of the story and i mean like for example there's poison ivy as a kid and I don't necessarily need, think he needed that. Like it didn't add anything. It didn't. It, if anything, yeah. it, it it was unnecessary. So that that I had an issue with. So I hope they kind of stopped doing that to go on. But I think overall it was successful, and I would, I'm looking forward to to, to more episodes. Uh, but Chuck, you mentioned you had some issues as well.
3: Yeah, and I I agree with uh, with yours. There too many too many villains revealed for one episode. I I think, you know kind of like take it back a notch you have plenty of episodes to try to like introduce some of these uh you know characters and it was just like it just seemed too convenient to me it's like okay they're talking to this guy and it just happens that that guy you know he's gonna become the riddler and or whoever and like you mentioned the poison ivy one that one was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for me i was like okay you know (laughs) like that's a little bit too convenient that that happens to be the exact And she's stroking up (laughs) plants. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a little much to throw in the first episode. I I think they could kind of spread that out a little more.
2: Yeah, like, Um, I didn't mind the little nod to, like, Catwoman, like the girls playing Catwoman, because that was just, like, almost like a a nice little bookend thing that didn't really affect the story. That, to me, was fine. But, yeah, the Poison Ivy thing was just a little bit ridiculous.
3: Yeah. And, I mean, the second thing, I guess when I started the show... This is something that I, I kind of was seeking to find out. And that was the time period. So I'm, I'm watching for certain things. And I see, you know, I see as a cell phone in the one scene and it kind of rings and everything. But I'm still confused because they're driving this old like 80s car around for their police car. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I'm not sure if they're <laughs> are they 80s, 90s? Are they current? Like, I don't know. What did you guys get from that?
2: I was surprised. I felt like it was current time because some of the technology they had, I thought it'd be more either like timeless or I don't know. To me, it felt like it was just almost like Tim Burton's movie in 1989, which was a little bit of existed in like a time warp where, you know, it it was a combination of old and new stuff. I don't know. Greg, what did you think?
1: I kind of said everything there, Dan. I, I kind of agree with you. I think it's supposed to take place in present time, though. And they're just trying to give it a little bit of a old-school, gritty, uh, police-drama cop car with uh, an older car, that's, it was a very nice older car. It was a very nice-looking older car. It was looked like it was in great condition. Um, I think they should have scuffed it up and look, made it look a little scummier. Uh, <laughs> and give it a little bit more uh, old-time feel and, and maybe uh, make it feel like we're in present time, but they just have an old, scummy car. Yeah.
3: I mean, I I think, I'm not positive, but I think there were computers on the the desks at the police department. I I could be wrong, but just the whole look of that, the inside of their police department, kind of had that old look to it, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was surprised it wasn't very stylized at all for a Batman TV show. It was just it was shot just like a normal cop show. I don't yeah. know if that that was intentional. There was some well,
3: except for the the whole thing, which which they seem to do in everything to do with Batman. When they show Gotham, there's just a shit ton of fog and steam and smoke, like <laughs> yeah. in the streets. I'm like, whose frickin' city looks like that? Like, <laughs> that's not really realistic. But um, they seem to do that when they represent Gotham. It, it's kind of funny.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there were some, some like little camera tricks. There was this one of, came out of nowhere. It was when Gordon was like chasing down the guy through like the kitchen and like they they pan really quick to like a third person where you're looking right at his face like a almost like a gopro shot for a few times i'm like why are they doing that it was like a weird action shot it wasn't it wasn't anything huge but i felt like okay they're trying to come up with some sort of staple from the show and here's one of a shot that we're going to use and it didn't really do much but
3: yeah one one thing too that i really didn't like was they, they did obviously cover bruce wayne but to me it looks like they're making him just too dark and brooding already yeah. you, you know and it's kind of like you know he should still be in this grieving and mourning stage or he's crying i mean he's like was he like eight years old for crying out loud and you have you know jim gordon coming to the house and talking to them and he, he makes a comment about he, he's glad that the guy's still alive or something it's like what kid would say that you know that's <laughs> They're, they're just making him too dark ready. And he's like, oh, I'm trying to conquer my fears. I'm like, no, you're not. You're eight. <laughs> okay. Like, you're not going to be Batman for like another 12 years. So yeah.
1: I, I do like the fact that uh, Gordon kind of uh like his fate on uh, on Bruce Wayne. I thought that was kind of interesting with knowing that he's going to come uh, become Batman one day and kind of uh, the start of their relationship.
3: Yeah. And I do like also, I guess, I don't want to say like and overly like it, but it was a different twist, how they kind of made Catwoman as a witness to the murder of his parents. Yeah, I didn't you know. Right it. right yeah. at the beginning of the show, it's like the first scene, and she's kind of there to see it. And it's like, okay, that's a little bit different twist. Hmm.
1: Uh, I like the Catwoman uh, that they have going on. She kind of gives me an Alyssa Milano feel. I'm just going to let you guys carry that thought off to where you want to take it. Cause I don't want to explain why I think that.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I'm curious like how that's going to work with guarding Bruce Wayne. And uh, if he's going to become more, if he's going to be in the show that much, or is it just, he's just here every so often or how that's going to work. So, yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, after a while you're going to be like, well, where's batman i mean i don't know
3: (laughs) i mean yeah it made me wonder you know they're showing catwoman in these different sequences never actually giving her any lines or anything but it's like okay are they gonna try to cultivate a relationship between these two since like she's obviously still young too but um, it's it's curious you know moving forward what they're gonna do with that
2: yeah i i would hope they you know they don't bring bruce wayne in that much because then it becomes like Just noticeable the fact that you're not watching a Batman TV show, so. Yeah. But, yeah, anything else about Gotham before we take
3: a break? I would just like to say that Alfred was a little bit more outspoken and spunky than I envisioned. (laughs) He's
1: also sounded very Australian.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Random stuff.
2: Yeah. He seemed a little younger than I expected. I was like, Who's that guy? Oh, it's Alfred. Weird. (laughs)
3: Like Alfred should always be old. He was born (laughs) old.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's just like I just it just seems weird. But yeah, I guess it makes sense since, you know, Bruce is a younger kid that Alfred would be younger. But still, it just seems weird. It's awkward. You know? It'd be like seeing Mr. Feeney as a young guy. It's like that doesn't seem like it works. (laughs) All right, so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we'll be getting into the weird and the wacky. So we'll see you in a bit. Grab your helmets because it's time to assemble Mask. Mask Mayhem is here with your hosts, TFG and Mike, Optimus Solo, and brand new host, Toon Master Tim. This podcast, covering all 75 episodes of Mask, will feature in depth analysis of every episode, talk on the toys, and more. Mask Mayhem will run 30 podcast episodes. You can find us on iTunes and www.geekastradio.com. So get your
0: spectrums ready, as podcasting is the ultimate weapon. On the Simplistic Reviews podcast, we talk movies. We talk TV. We talk. Hello, Julie, what the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spot sound more exciting by adding explosions.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. Come on, come on.
0: Download the show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. I'm
2: sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No, they probably won't. Right and welcome back. And like I mentioned, at the top of the show, today we're going to be getting into some strange but true news stories. We've done this a couple times so far. We've unearthed, uh, you know, some odd things, some people getting stuck in some awkward places, and some, you know, some weird theories regarding dolphins and Vladimir Putin. So, you know, who knows what we're going to get into. But, uh, I don't know, what well, you guys would like to start this today. I mean, I have a couple stories, and you guys have a couple stories, nothing really big but uh any anything that any jumping anything jumping out to you that you know this is where we need to start
1: uh i have something but it it's not really news it's i found it on uh reddit and it's uh a subreddit called today i fucked up that i would like to uh, um uh read and discuss maybe is that oh, all right
2: yeah go right ahead
1: okay so this one's uh labeled um today i fucked up by trying to have sex with a woman in the woods
0: <laughs> all right uh,
1: So I've been seeing this girl for a few weeks, and last night was her birthday. After having a few drinks downtown, I suggested we take it back to my place. We've had sex several times already. Make sure he emphasizes that. Good job, bud. Um, She says, (laughs) how about you fuck me in your car? Now, my car is a small Hyundai, and I tell her that it would probably be an impossible feat. She's drunk and insistent, however— so I complied. 20 minutes later, we're bouncing around on a small forest service road outside of town looking for a suitable place to get it on. Me being a little paranoid, decided to take my car down what appeared to be a small quad trail, just to be certain we wouldn't be interrupted. I put on some music, we took off our clothes, and proceeded to get things going. My original assessment of the situation was accurate, however. My car was too small for her comfortably to get on top. It ended up being frustrating for both of us. Let's have sex on the hood of my car, I suggest. We pile out of my car, both stark naked and getting things going on the hood. All at once, in a suddenly sobering moment, I hear my car door shut, and I realize that the engine is running. She recognizes the severity of the situation as well. Shit, we are locked out. We were. And we shuffled to the passenger side door, trying not to slip and slide in the slick mud, which now coated our feet. I don't know why they took their shoes off. The passenger doors was locked as well. Unfortunately, the window was cracked open a few inches, however, and she reached her arm and tried to unlock the door from the inside. This was easily the least sexy moment of my life. As we were both standing there in the moonlight trying to gain access to my car, my worst fear was suddenly realized. I saw headlights coming up the road. Shit, car, I yelled. With the intensity of a bomb-diffusing scene in an action movie, I stood behind her, sweating bullets and urging her to hurry. Suddenly, she yelled, I got it! She unlocked the door, and I quickly ran to the driver's side. Evidently, I ran too quickly, however. I ended up slipping and falling balls-first in mud. Mm. (laughs) It's got to hurt landing on your balls. Um, The headlights were almost on me when I scurried back to my feet and hopped in the driver's seat. She was freaking out and yelled, go, go, go! I slammed it into drive and whipped the car around to go down the road from where we came. Earlier, I mentioned that it was a quad trail and that I drive a small Hyundai. As I attempted to complete a hasty U-turn, my tires fell into the deep ruts in the road and I was stuck. I frantically shifted the car from first gear to reverse, but we were legitimately stuck. We sat there, vulnerable in our car, still naked and muddy, helpless, watching as we were slowly broadsided by a couple of pickup trucks. They put their vehicles in park and stepped out. The girl I was with quickly covered herself with random clothes, clothing articles in the car. A middle-aged dude approached the car with first a look of concern, then suddenly a look of awkwardness and alarm overtook him as he noticed both of us were naked. Y'all stuck, he asked, trying to hide a smile. In the end, he and about four other guys helped me <laughs> push my car out of the ditch. I enthusiastically waved with one hand covering my junk with the other. Thank you, we appreciate it, I shouted, and they all just laughed.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, reminds me of, uh, well, not... not a, well, wait, what does wait? it remind
1: you of, Dan? Yeah?
2: <laughs> not a great way to respond to that, no, but reminds me of a time when we went to... Uh, this corn maze, and one of our car a friends' cars got stuck in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, so it got stuck. We couldn't push it out. Oh, and then our other friend Dan came around. He he has like a I forget what he has, like a an stuck. SUV of some sort. So he he ties the car, you know, he ties the rope to the car and tries to pull it out. Gets in his car, throws in a drive. You know, it's a really, really muddy road because it's the winter or the fall in Pennsylvania, so there's mud everywhere. And when he guns it, the car doesn't move at all. But what does move it what he, is what he tied it to, which was like his underneath bumper, including what we later found out was the fuel line. So
1: I knew it was the fuel line because you could see the the door for the fuel push in as he's driving away, and then. You could see the uh, pipe knock out of the back.
2: Yeah, and it just like went all over the place. And then the funnier thing happened when (laughs) that guy had to. Then, you know, it was at the where we lived. The only other option at that point was calling his parents, and that was an awkward conversation. (laughs) That I can tell you that I don't know much about cars, but I was put on the spot at that moment, so it was it was interesting. I felt really bad. It was it was it was. Someone trying to do a nice thing, and it just ended up working out. I laugh at it at the time because it was kind of funny, but it, you know, it's one just... That's you you
1: guys, Danny knows a lot about gas parts. That's all I'm saying. You know a lot about gas parts, Dan.
2: I do know. So, if yeah. <laughs> I do know a lot about... I do now. I do now know a lot about gas parts, but yeah. But, so... Be careful when you're pulling stuff out of mud, especially if it's a naked body. I guess you know. <laughs> don't know how those two relate, but yeah, interesting. All right, all right Chuck. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, how you follow, uh, you know, that, but hey, what do you got for us today?
3: Um. Well, this is a a story that kind of hits close to home for us Pennsylvania folk. <laughs> And it doesn't really represent us in the best light, I gotta say. That um, seems
2: shocking. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. This. uh, Well, first I'll read the headline, which will pretty much sum up everything. And uh, here's the headline. Man caught trying to take pictures up women's skirts at Walmart. (laughs) Why (laughs) would you do it there? Man. Of all the places. Apparently he's never seen the women that (laughs) frequent Walmart. Or else he would not have chosen to try to take pictures of them.
2: He, he could have got some of Greg's fake money and just, you know, I'm sure you'd be able to get a free show.
3: So. <laughs> uh or you could just go to, you know, people of dot com and <laughs> they're just as revealing pictures. You won't even <laughs> need to
2: <laughs> Like the lady who has no shirt on, she just tucks everything into her pants.
3: <laughs> oh gosh, that one's terrible. Uh, or the or the old man that uh takes a plastic walmart bag and cuts the bottom out and wears it as a tank top
2: <laughs> nice there you go <laughs> no, no, yeah, I mean, this, they say no shirt no service but i'll get around that i guess
3: this is uh this took place in uh, union county uh, pennsylvania which isn't too awful far from where we're at it's, you know probably like an hour away or something but yeah it was it was all over the internet and everybody at work was joking about it. We all got a big laugh out of it. I mean, obviously it's very disgusting act. And the, the picture they show of the guy too is just priceless. Like the guy just looks, they caught him on the surveillance cam, like doing it, I guess. And he just looks like he's totally surprised by something like getting caught or something. I don't know. But, uh, it's, it's, pretty freaking funny i don't know why the hell you would choose walmart to do this
2: (laughs) no geez i guess he figured like they wouldn't mind i guess
3: (laughs) i guess i mean maybe he works for people of walmart.com so i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow
2: well there you go that's that's amazing (laughs) yeah god bless america
3: (laughs) so you're up dan what do you got
2: (laughs) all right well this too took place near where i live but I guess it's okay because the guy wasn't technically from our area. It caught my eye because the headline's just kind of funny. But it's, Driver Busted in Maryland with Cocaine Trail Thought He Was in Chicago. So basically, this is a Chicago man who took a wrong turn while driving in Chicago and ended up in Maryland. So, I've gotten lost before, but I don't think I've ever gotten that lost, (laughs) but he apparently he was you know obviously drunk and being drunk he was becoming drowsy so then to remedy that he then decided to then you know remedy that with what what else but cocaine and when he was arrested he had basically he was covered in cocaine uh his mouth his nostrils it was on his shirt his pants everywhere basically he like he jumped into like a cocaine mountain and <laughs> Needless to say, he was arrested, and he, I think, <laughs> pleaded stupidity. I don't, I'm not sure, but yeah. <laughs> Somehow, if there's any reason not to do drugs, I mean, I personally can't stand it when I get lost driving. But you know, getting lost and ending in you know near Annapolis, Maryland, when you're in Chicago, maybe you need to like. I just wonder, like, how do you even do that? It's that's just insane. So.
3: Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy.
2: But. Yeah. yeah. So, Greg, you any other crazy stories? Any other?
1: I have uh, one here. uh, Apparently happened in Florida, of course. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And it kind of goes with my uh, my theme from uh, last time of burglars sleeping on the job. Cops apparently photographed an uh, alleged sleeping Florida burglar. Apparently, he cops took pictures of this guy while he was snoozing next to a bag of jewelry he was planning to take. It doesn't really say why he was sleeping <laughs> next to the bag of jewelry, but it's great. He's sleeping right on, well, sort of on a bed. He's like, his legs are all the way down off the end of the bed, um, kind of forming a 90 degree angle, and then like his lower back just is on the edge of the bed and then the rest of him on up is on the bed and he's got the hands over his chest and everything and he's just got a bag of goodies in like the crook of his arm just like he's just laying there. I why are these why are burglars falling asleep during all
3: these <laughs> robberies? I mean they have if, a lot of confidence that they're not gonna get caught, I guess.
2: <laughs> maybe Maybe
3: burglary I mean it's it's a lot of
2: it burns a lot of calories. He got tired. He needed a little nap, you know?
1: And Apparently he didn't wake up as they were taking pictures of him. <laughs> and apparently he 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 might have been a relation to you, Chuck. His last name was Davis.
3: Yes. Let's <laughs> let's, let's represent that family crest. Dion Davis. Oh, Dion. Dion.
2: Oh, Dion. Sure wasn't Dion Sanders. I mean, like, are we sure? No, about that?
3: it was
1: a, it was a white dude.
2: <laughs> First law of robbing the bank. Fall asleep after you robbed the bank. <laughs>
1: right? Take a nap beforehand. Like.
2: I know. It's common courtesy, really.
1: <laughs> you got to be really confident in yourself and not have any nerves at all. Like to just fall asleep while you're robbing a place. <laughs> I'd be shaking constantly going in if I was stealing stuff.
2: People can't like fall asleep if they're like not in their own bed. This guy falls asleep. And then <laughs> the store he just robbed, Nice. <laughs>
3: Chuck, you got anything else? Yeah, I got another one here. Um, I think this tops my last one as far as uh, making me laugh. This was even funnier. But uh, apparently this happened in somewhere in Texas. Um, so we're, we're hitting all over the map today. <laughs> and I, I got this story from uh, a British website. So the wording is a little funny. I'm not used to the way they refer to this. But the headline reads, takeaway employee, which is basically like takeout. Like, works at a takeout place. Takeaway employee rubbed genitals on pizza. (laughs) But customer caught him in act.
1: And said, please do it more.
3: (laughs) Uh, Apparently, this guy was, uh, like, 18 years old. And uh, he was working at this pizza place. I think it's, like, uh, Papa Murphy's or something like that. And uh, they it was like a half an hour before they were closing and someone called in to order a pizza. So, you know, this guy naturally was ticked off that they were calling a half hour before closing time. So after he made the pizza, he proceeded to kind of, you know, stick his junk in the pizza. Mm. And, um, I guess the, the people happened to walk in to pick it up and they saw him doing it and everything. And, (laughs) Yeah, and they said, hey, we didn't order sausage and meatballs on there. But... <laughs> they, did,
1: they did order some Framunda cheese on there.
3: Yeah. Hey, boss, we're out of mozzarella. What should I use? I use the Framunda. Um Wow. that's But, yeah, apparently, I mean, maybe he's just trying to be nice and upgrade him to a stuffed crust. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, oh. maybe that's... Uh... I don't know, but um. I always
2: wondered how they stuffed that crust and now I'm never going to have it because <laughs> the,
3: the part I don't get is like, why, why would you do that to like, you know, why would you pick that as the thing you do? Like, why wouldn't you, you know, if you're going to do something like that, you know, like rub some dandruff in or Hakalugi or something like, why would you take the chance of burning your balls on hot <laughs> cheese? <laughs>
2: Like, I don't understand that. Maybe that was his thing. He gets off on that. He's like, Oh, I was only doing it to make them mad, but it's in in reality he just really loves Pizza.
1: Putting it on.
3: <laughs> Maybe he was doing a variation on the American pie thing. I don't know. <laughs>
1: He watched too much Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: <laughs> yeah, really, he, we finally found the one person who loves pizza more than Michelangelo. So, <laughs> uh,
3: needless to say, I guess the uh, an employee at the place said that he has since been fired. This guy, of course, I mean they don't want to look bad and everything, but uh, yeah, pretty crazy. And I if if that gets you laughing, I I would highly recommend a, a movie that Greg introduced me to called Waiting, starring Ryan Reynolds.
1: The hostess is freaking gorgeous in that.
3: Just saying, people. <laughs> yeah, we heard about the hostess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the hostess with the mostest. Uh, yeah, interesting. And my story kind of relates to that in a little bit. Uh, again, you know, teenagers do really stupid things sometimes, I guess. And uh, this these teenagers are you know going around the globe and and you are going around the United States. And these people were in Michigan and. You know, two teenagers are, I guess, doing some sort of prank, you know, trying to be funny. So they vandalized their high school football field in a very, very special way. They decided to make some artwork using, you know, basically weed killer and grass killer, and they drew a gigantic penis. On the football field <laughs> that you course, can see no. from from there's an actual aerial shot of it like on the I'll put it in the episode post. <laughs> it's like you know you, you probably wouldn't notice it from the stands but you know a good a couple hundred feet up in the air you see this rather well endowed football field and <laughs> the thing I forget forget you know forgot to mention yeah teenagers will do stupid things the worst part about this a mom a fifty year old mom helped them do it. So. <laughs> it was
1: no honey you you gotta make the balls a little bit bigger sweetie there you go i mean
2: like yeah i mean that's the thing first of all it's a 50 year old woman doing this which is ridiculous and the secondly like that's a thing you did with your mom it's like oh i mean all the cred that you would have gotten from all your friends for doing it is kind of immediately destroyed when you realize You I mean you were like drawing a, a, a gigantic penis with your mom isn't that kind of awkward like why would you do that I don't Either know. People
3: that are really like, your mom is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what part of the country you're in. Yeah. Florida, <laughs> Florida totally acceptable. <laughs> yeah.
2: That sounded like Nicholas's, Nicholas Cage. Maybe that's... <laughs>
3: <laughs> At that, I wouldn't put it past. Yeah. yeah.
2: But they ended up causing about fifteen to $20,000 in damage, which is obviously not that funny. But it's just like... Oh, God. Don't they
3: just cut the grass? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's burnt that the glass, grass is completely removed, so it's like it was a grass yeah. killer, so it's... Unless they made it, like, a completely a dirt field, so... Eh. <laughs> I just want to know, like, how long it took them to realize that that's what it was. It's like, hmm, these holes are oddly shapen. What could this <laughs> possibly be?
3: Or they could have they could just hired one of those, like, really good artists to turn the picture into something else. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Very cool Greg do you have anything else or
1: you you Uh, have stories Well I I have a a story But I'm more interested in The the title of it than The actual anything that goes on in the story Because the title essentially reveals What's going on Cop crashes into Dunkin Donuts in New Jersey (laughs) (laughs) He accidentally Rams into the storefront of Dunkin Donuts with his cop car Uh, (laughs)
3: Because it's so good you can smell it (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah there was nobody hurt so uh so we could definitely laugh at it um and the building has some structural damage but uh cop
3: really wanted his donuts that morning i, I feel like that something that would have originated in a family guy episode <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that's just <laughs> i hate to be that cop's never gonna live that down ever it's just gonna be like yeah never yeah so like did he ever explain like why it happened was he just Overly really eager and thought.
1: No, they 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 said that nothing has really come out of why it happened. It's just one of those things, I guess. I
2: <laughs> I guess you put you know cops and donuts together. Eventually, you know, the two will meet in awkward ways.
3: <laughs> Apparently, there's there's calorie there's so many calories even in their smell that he took a heart attack and crashed into <laughs> it. I don't know. Man. What what was it? Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme or? It was the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. mm. <laughs> Yeah. Amer- well, America runs into Dunkin <laughs> <laughs> change the slogan
1: you there have, a little bit you have, you have to go to Krispy Kreme for your donuts and you have to go to Dunkin Donuts for the coffee that's that's my rule that I live by
2: <laughs> yeah I see I worked at Donut Connection which is like the bastard child of the two that they...
3: <laughs> <Bastard child. laughs>
2: it really is uh, and yeah so I'm I, not a big fan of donuts uh, for whatever reason I eat them here and there but you know
3: I got to say, my high school principal was a pretty big fan of Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Dan I do. remembers that.
2: I do. Yeah.
3: We had, we had an assembly the day that, that it opened in town, and he's like, a great thing happened this summer. <laughs> Krispy Kreme opened. We're like, yeah, can we go back to class now?
2: And the sad thing is that was like the biggest thing that did happen this summer in that area. So, yeah. <laughs> but shock you got any other stories?
3: I have a couple of things. One is a quick one. I'll I'll do it and then if Dan if you have another one you can come back to me later or whatever but my quick one is uh, apparently uh, a group of people got together to break a Guinness Book World Record they were able to get together 542 people dressed as Batman nice in one place yes I'm Batman. So. That was a that was a world record that they officially counted it. Everyone was in a Batman costume and
2: uh, and it was a world record for safest location in the history of the world.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and re- reports say that there was a a traffic jam immediately afterwards as everyone's mom tried to pick them up at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty funny though. There was actually a video on it that was it was kind of funny.
2: Yeah. I'm... <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Greg, get anything? Are you are you spent?
3: I
1: am spent.
2: I have one more story. It's really, again, another really quick one. One I just thought was kind of funny. Just <laughs> one of those things where it's like, really? Like, why would that even be? Like, what is the point of that happening? And simply the headline is, Jorge Perez arrested after washing hair with mayo in public fountain. So... <laughs>
3: wow not the condiment that i would use
2: i know of all condiments you go to mayonnaise it's just in the public
3: i'm thinking he had lice because don't you use mayo if you have lice i've heard that that's what you use to like get rid of the larva or something
2: i have not heard that i feel like that was just i don't know maybe mustard you think that would be you know you got the spice there now was it
3: was it mayo or was it miracle whip it said
2: mayo I don't know. I mean, that's what we. There's need. a
3: big difference. You there know?
2: really is. <laughs> I think it was old fashioned. You know, the one you need to use with a spoon. You know, or the you know that's in the jar. You can't. It doesn't squeeze out of a bottle.
3: The oh, old yeah. school stuff. Yeah, you know. the real mayonnaise.
2: Yeah, the real mayonnaise. So
3: it's, that's my favorite.
2: Yeah, man, mayonnaise is such a weird thing. Yet it tastes good in the right places. So I don't know.
3: Yeah, but too much <laughs> of it, in and your it's hair, disgusting.
2: Though. No, not in your hair. Like your hair. I don't think it's gonna do much. I mean. Maybe it'll make it shiny, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's got to be a weird thing to get arrested for, right? It's like, why are you in here? I wash my hair with mayonnaise. Like, don't get near that guy.
3: (laughs) Don't mess with him. He's tough.
2: (laughs) That dude is a badass. When we do our badass bracket, mayonnaise hair is definitely going to be on it for sure. (laughs) All right. I'm all out of stories, but Chuck, you said you have one more?
3: Yeah, I just have a, a, a couple of quick funny things, and this is funny coming from me. Cause this is this, these are funny tweets that I found. Nice. I'm it's funny because Twitter, I'm, yes. I'm not on Twitter. So it's kind of funny, but uh, I found this article that talked about some, uh, some of the funnier marketing tweets that they found with like uh, companies going back and forth with people like actual companies that are on Twitter and stuff. And uh, these, I think they're pretty recent. I'm not sure exactly when all of them are from, but the, the article was recent and, uh, there's just a few of them here, but the first one, uh, somebody tweeted at, uh, the company, wonderful pistachios. And they said, uh, there has to be some sort of addictive ingredient in pistachios. And, uh, the company replied, it's the crack in the shell. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> that that was kind of funny. And, uh, let's see the next one. Uh, some guy tweeted at Sega and he said, what I wouldn't give for Sega to make a new jet grind game. And the guys, Sega replied to the guy whose Twitter handle is at hot Pikachu sex. (laughs) Sega replied, what I wouldn't give to have not read your username. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. uh, The next one is actually one that's uh, two companies going at it. It's the Old Spice Deodorant Company versus Taco Bell. <laughs> and it's weird kind of... combo. Yeah. yeah very, one
2: very one makes you smell better. One causes a lot of bad smells at the end of the day. So.
3: <laughs> they need each other. They really do. Yeah. But Old Spice kind of, uh, kind of started the whole thing. And they said, uh, Why is it that fire sauce isn't made with any real fire? Seems like false advertising. To which uh, Taco Bell replied, is your deodorant made with really Old Spices? <laughs> and uh, Old Spice kind of crazily responded, Depends, do you consider volcanoes, tanks, and freedom to be spices? <laughs> 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 they they have the dumbest commercials, they really do. Yeah. I hate Old Spice commercials. And then the, the last one I have here is uh, from Delta Airlines, and this is just a tweet that they put out there. Along with tweeting a picture of one of their planes, they wrote, "Baby got back. We like big jets, and we cannot lie. The 737 is ready to fly." Um, so, yeah, pretty crazy.
1: <laughs> you think they would have updated it with Kim Minaj's uh, Anaconda song? Yeah.
2: <laughs> you, you, you want a remix with that tweet? Tweet is that what you're saying? TikTok yes, tweet. I
3: want the remix. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's when... kind of funny that when the when the you know these big corporate companies try to get all cool and hip and everything and sometimes it's disastrous and sometimes it's pretty funny but yeah you know i know greg you mentioned about a somebody that actually favorited your tweets and stuff like a big a bigger like company funko with your funko stuff and yeah you know here you have like the the sega guy and the, the pistachio sometimes they don't they don't turn out so good they kind of uh Make fun of the person, but yeah. funny, <laughs> funny nonetheless.
2: Like Freedom Spice, or, or sorry, Old Spice. So
3: yeah. For Freedom I'm Spice.
2: I'm not
1: calling it Freedom Spice now. Yeah,
2: Freedom Spice would be pretty awesome. I mean, that should be their new name.
1: It so, would.
2: Freedom Spice. America. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for the news of the weird. It will be, we do this every so often, some crazy just making you realize just how screwed up the world you live in make you feel better about yourself when you're not out uh, making penis stash, or uh, penis Sculptures and football fields with your mom. So, you
3: know, <laughs> I feel you... like there's a common theme in a lot of our stories here. Yeah. <laughs> <tonight>.
2: <laughs> yeah. So don't order pizza, and you know, don't wash your hair with mayonnaise is what we're <laughs> don't saying. Don't park
3: in the woods to do stuff.
2: No. Don't... No. I wonder if they're all related. Maybe that guy who put his stuff on the pizza was going to meet that girl in his Fiat, and he <laughs> before he got there he needed to wash his hair with mayonnaise. And it's all connected in a gigantic circle. And one day, and he went to in the field with his mom to have some fun. I don't know. So
3: hashtag it's all connected.
2: It's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but we like to end each episode with a letter. And this week, Chuck, I believe you are up, correct?
3: I am. I am. It was a it was a tall order. I really didn't have a letter till about a half hour before we were recording this. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did not have any ideas, but I finally. Uh, Had something I've been kind of uh, having in the back of my mind lately, so I just kind of wrote that down, but cool. Uh, Let's get into it. Uh, Dear Avid TV watchers, in case the overabundance of hints on social media and video ads haven't completely slapped you in the face with this yet, allow me to formally introduce you to the new age of television, superheroes. I know there have always been TV shows about superheroes. It goes back to the old Superman with George Reeves and the Adam West Batman, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman, and even the long-running Smallville. But the age we've entered now is about to be all but dominated by superhero and or graphic novel-influenced plot lines. It's true that every decade or two has its one genre that defines it for the most part. For a time, it was all the Western-themed shows, Gunsmoke, The Rifleman, Paladin, Bonanza, The Virginian, Cheyenne, Maverick, Rawhide, and on and on and on. Then, as I remember, in the 90s came the explosion of teenage drama and family shows like Full House, Home Improvement, Boy Meets World, Family Matters, Sabrina, Seventh Heaven, Save the Bell, Fresh Prince, and many more. Then the early 2000s saw a huge spike in cop and detective dramas such as NCIS and CSI, one for every city, of course. <laughs> Criminal so Minds. So waiting
2: on, on CSI grand.
3: Yeah. And and others like Criminal Minds, Law and Order, etc. Of course, there are other types of shows on, but the area seemed to have been dominated by certain genres. But to me, at this moment, while still seeing many crime dramas, we are in the age of superheroes. I believe the aforementioned Smallville may have helped pave the way for this, even the adventures of Lois and Clark to a degree. And obviously, the influence of the big screen is undeniable. Let's just look at where we're at. Four years ago, we saw The Walking Dead, based on a graphic novel, captivate a new generation of TV viewers. And two years ago, we were introduced to Arrow, based on DC character Green Arrow. As those shows continue into their fifth and third seasons, respectively, we see an outpouring of new lineups in the fall TV slate. Suddenly, there is The Flash, Gotham, Constantine, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and rumblings of future shows like Agent Carter, Supergirl, Teen Titans, and the Marvel Netflix series Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones. Who? Exactly. Many years ago, we would have never dreamed of having some of these characters getting their own series. It seems with every passing month, there are rumors of another TV deal involving a comic character. So there it is. Let's just face it. This is the genre to define this time for the last few years and at least the next five to ten years. What will it change to after that? Who knows? And who cares? I say we sit back and enjoy the full slate set before us, because if you enjoy the movies, and especially the comics, this is a great time to live in the timeline of TV history. Sincerely, Captain Chuck and the Geeks of Tomorrow.
2: (laughs) Very nice, very nice. Yeah, that is so true. We are getting tons of TV. I mean, we just talked about one today, and I'm sure we'll get into more as they come on. I mean, Walkie Dead's coming out soon, Arrow, hopefully. I will be able to watch the third season when I get caught up with the second season, so it's, yeah, it's been kind of crazy.
3: (laughs) Yeah, So so many shows coming out, and I hear rumors all the time, like... I've been I've been hearing these Supergirl and Teen Titans rumors and stuff like that and yeah. everything's just taken off you know.
2: Heard su- Suicide Squad it it is kind of crazy. It, yeah, that's a good yeah. very good point about comparing comparing it to westerns because that is they they are like the westerns of today. You know they I mean westerns were everywhere they TV movies there were tons of them and I know people complain that there's too much and sometimes I do too but as long as there's good ones and there's still good ones being made I think we'll be okay.
3: Right as long as they don't beat it to death yeah
2: all right all right anything else before we bring this episode to a close i got nothing all righty greg got anything
1: no i'm spent
2: and if you'd like to get in contact with us there are tons of different ways you can hit us up at the episode post at geekcastradio.com or nerdly.co.uk we're on twitter and facebook just search talking in circles tcrn I'm also on Twitter at me revolt and Greg, what is your Twitter name?
1: I am at the create forge
2: and Chuck, you still don't have a Twitter name that you'd make up if you were on Twitter.
3: No, but I'm I'm guessing it'd be some, something similar to at (laughs) hot (laughs) Pikachu (laughs) sex. Oh
2: wow. (laughs) Oh yes, that is just odd. And also leave us some iTunes reviews. We do love our iTunes reviews. We, Uh, Those are huge in helping people get in contact with the show and putting up on the iTunes ratings. Those are big. So do that, please. We appreciate it. You can also email us. Uh, Our email address is feedback at geekcastreader.com, or you can send one directly to us at talkingincircles@live.com. But that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Same time, same channel, same podcast feed. But for now,
1: this has been Chuck. This has been Greg, or a Troublesome Tribble.
2: And this has been Dan, still not knowing what that is. And we've been Talking in Circle. We'll see you next That's
1: really hard to say. Troublesome <laughs> Tribble. I was patting myself on the back as soon as I said it. I'm like, good job, Greg. Nice. Nailed it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Nice.
1: Nice alliteration going. You nailed that shit. You're like the new Stan Lee with uh, the Betty Brant and Peter Parker and J Jonah Jameson. <laughs> troublesome troubles.
3: What if you had a trinity of troublesome troubles?
1: That'd be a lot of trouble. That'd be fantastic. Um, I don't know what fantastic is. It's a very fantastic uh, tranny.
3: Fantastic trance music. <laughs> <laughs>